the spirit of Thanksgiving, let us all give thanks for pie. Yes, this is the one of those episodes that occasionally come out where we're not angry about something. So <laughs> if you saw a Thanksgiving-related title and were worried that we were going to explain turkey farming and depress you, this is not no. that episode. <laughs> no, we're not even going to think about that today. We're going to talk about pie, which is made of fruit and flour and you know, other stuff. Oh God, there's butter. Let's not talk about the dairy industry. Um, but pie. Pie yeah. is good. So there's a lot of good things about pie. Um, you should probably start with, uh, ye old in, uh, internet terms, uh, hyperbole and a half, uh, post on uh, pie versus cake, a scientific approach. Hmm. Um, and she basically says that Pie is great because a, all wedges of pie are equal, unlike a square of cake, which has different frosting than the uh, square next to it. Um, and all of the pie is delicious, as opposed to a cake where only, like, the frosting is delicious, depending on, like, if you got a bad cake or not. There's no such yeah, thing I, as bad I pie. I don't know. I kind of feel, I, I, as a lover of cake, I feel like maybe she's just had some really shitty cakes. The cake part should be just as good, if not better, than the frosting. Just saying. Yeah, and I've had some bad frosting, too. But the point is, cake is variable. Pie is good. Generally. Unless it's cherry pie, because cherries are yucky. Well, the great thing about pie <laughs> is <laughs> uh, you can put virtually uh, any fruit into them. Um, and this means that you can put ugly fruit into them. And what I mean by ugly fruit is that, <laughs> so the U.S. especially, but the whole uh, developed world throws out a lot of, well, ugly fruit, you know, fruit that isn't pretty enough to, you know, be put out in the grocery store because people pick their fruit singularly or get a bag where the whole bag has to be good. Otherwise you have everyone there looking at each bag, which they do anyway. Um, you know, but if there's one ugly one, you might incorrectly assume it's, you know, like bad or rotted. Um, but even then, a partially rotted anything, like there's still a good part to it. And <laughs> you can use all the good parts of ugly fruit in a pie because it's just getting chopped up and put into filling. Yeah. Um, and there's this, uh, this really funny news article that came out. So like a decade ago, um, there was this project in Costa Rica to see what would happen if uh, they took all the orange peels from an orange juice company and just dumped them in the rainforest in like a previously deforested section. And it turned out to be like the greatest fertilizer ever to the point where they had trouble relocating where this was because it just looked like rainforest after, you know, the 10 years had passed. Cool. Um, and, you know, we take all of our nutrient-rich uh, nutrient ugly fruit, and instead of putting it to use, like, in compost or delightful pies, we can put it in landfills where it doesn't grow shit. Seems like we could at least give it to, like, pig farms or something. I don't know. Uh, so the... Uh, the dining halls at uh, where I did my undergraduate, um, being a giant university, it also had a farm. Uh, and the buffet-style dining halls, when they cleaned your plate, when it went through the magical curtain on the conveyor belt, um, <laughs> that actually would go to uh, pigs. Um, so 
it does sometimes, but not generally. Like, your garbage can doesn't go to a pig. Well, yeah, I mean, my garbage can is also full of, like, cat litter and stuff like that. But, yeah. like, orchard leavings, it seems like, should probably go... I mean, it would be... So, we throw away so much edible stuff, and... And there are so many places in the world where there are people who could really use more edible stuff. Yeah. And granted, there are logistical challenges, but I feel like if Elon Musk can <laughs> can send a man, sorry, I shouldn't be mentioning him yet again. <laughs> if if there are people who are serious about moon bases and shit, like maybe we could figure out if we can figure out how to get food to the moon. Perhaps we can figure out how to get food to like. The parts of Africa where there are famines, you know, or even right now, as far as like still Puerto Rico. Yeah, still Puerto Rico. I didn't look up the stats, but it still was not good in terms of. Yeah, the entire country is still in a boil water advisory, um, although I think the number of people who have running water has tipped 50 percent now. Wow, yeah. progress. And and uh, for the people who wanted a selfish reason to, to do the right thing and help out Puerto Rico, a lot of saline bags, just like globally, were actually made in Puerto Rico. And hospitals <laughs> are running low on saline bags, which pretty much you get one of those hooked up to you for everything. Yeah. So that's like super terrible. If you wanted a shitty reason, a shitty selfish reason other than holy shit, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> there you go. But we're talking about pie, which is good and delightful. Yep. <laughs> um, let, let them eat pie. Um, I can make anything depressing. Yeah, no, it, it's what the show's for. Um, it's my superpower. So I have a, a short list of uh, great things about pie. Um right. You mentioned uh, dairy at the uh, opening, um, but pie can be made without any single allergen. It can't be made without all of them. But, you know, if you know your audience, um, especially if that's yourself, you can substitute everything that's in it for something else. Um, hey, you can use lard instead of butter in the pie crust if you want. Yep. Um, It'll turn out great. Mm -hmm. And you could, of course, use a... Uh, gluten-free alternative to flour for the crust. You pick what fruit goes in it in case you have a specific fruit allergy. Um, you can sweeten it um, or not, however much you want. And... Um, you can make it vegan if you want to. Yeah. I mean, it mostly, it's mostly the butter that ruins that anyway, which is... Yeah, pretty much. And Although I must say that pie crust made just with vegetable shortening are kind of yucky, so... Maybe make a pie that has a graham cracker crust. Yep. Uh, are graham crackers vegan? I think they're one of those things that are like incidentally vegan. Yes, but they do contain soy if you buy them pre-made. Hmm. But if you don't have that allergen or you're okay to make your own graham cracker crust out of whatever it's made out of, you could probably get away with not having soy in it because uh, the ingredient that's fending that is soy lecithin, with it, which is an emulsifier. Um, generally, if you're not making things to be packaged, you don't add 
uh, weird chemical emulsifiers <laughs> yourself. Yeah, like I don't not generally. <laughs> I don't think people have jars of lecithin in their houses. I actually don't have one of those. I have lots of things that you wouldn't necessarily expect, but I do not have a big jar of soy lecithin. <laughs> yeah, um, you would probably you know just use you know like egg yolks or you know water would probably be fine if you're only making it to be eaten by yourself and not withstand a grocery store shelf. Right. Basically, you've got infinite options with pie. Yeah. and You can even make a chocolate pie, which is a mm -hmm. joke in my husband's family. That <laughs> would be really unfunny and take a long time to explain. All right, then. Um... <laughs> but we say chocolate pie to each other, and it's a whole thing. Oreo pie crusts are also available next to the oh, Graham yes. Cracker Crescent store. Um, in case you want to go that ridiculous route with a pie that is way more dessert than a fruit, but whatever, it's your pie. Hey. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> go, go wild with your pie. Uh, and one thing I've been doing a, a lot recently, uh, not wanting to roll dough for a crust has been topping it with a crumble, which is basically just flour, sugar, and a butter or a butter substitute. And it's delicious and it comes out like a crumb cake and it's fine. Yeah, I do prefer a, a upper crust, but I can I can get behind a crumble <laughs> occasionally. I like the fancy braided ones. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I buy them. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Generally, I don't. I I we made a key lime pie once, and that was pretty good and not too overwhelmingly difficult. Actually, key lime pie is pretty damn easy. Well, that's um, that's an open faced pie, like a pumpkin pie, right? Yeah, with a graham yeah. cracker crust. So that was. I don't think we've ever actually made a fruit pie. Limes are fruit. I don't know if we've made pumpkin pie. You can also make like sweet potato pie. Like you have lots of options. Yeah. Well, you should cook more pies because it's an excuse to heat your oven up to over 300 degrees, which your cats will love in winter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see in the new house. It's an electric oven, which isn't too bad. The electric stovetop part's kind of a bummer. Yeah. What's kind of annoying about electric is there's a lot more time, both in uh, heating up and then it cooling off, both burners and the oven itself. Um, but, you know, it'll still get to 300 eventually, and no matter how good the door is, it'll still heat your whole kitchen. Right. And in my case, will result in cats sleeping on top of the cabinets and on top of the fridge, because that's where <laughs> all the warm is. Yeah, I don't know what what's gonna where uh, their new perches are gonna be. Because I'm uh, actually moving on Saturday. Technically Friday, my stuff is moving. Saturday, I'm moving. Although we're gonna be chilling in a hotel for a little while until our stuff gets there. Because for some reason, it takes stuff way longer than people. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that sounds fun. You didn't want to just sleep in an empty house? No, because <laughs> I can't. Like air mattresses, I don't know if this is like an everybody problem or a me specific problem, but like they basically just suck all of the heat out of me and I just shiver and suffer and I can't sleep because I'm too cold. Mm. Um, and this was this happened to me in October in Atlanta. And right now we're in November in Schenectady and it snowed a little bit today <laughs> although it didn't really accumulate much there was like a dusting in the morning and then it melted by I don't know later <laughs> yeah I haven't slept on an air mattress when it's been cold 
ever. It's extremely unpleasant. It so sounds like it would be. When we moved here, it was in August. Plus, I got um, this like foam egg crate pad thing, figuring that the foam would provide insulation. And But the thing is, I don't know if that actually worked or if it was the fact that it was August. Mm. Um, but I didn't really want to chance it in November, late November, almost December. Yeah. Plus, at a hotel, uh, you usually have a thermostat, so you can just make it too hot anyway. Yep, that's the plan. And we're staying in the hotels that have like, it's like a little, it's almost like a little apartment. It's the residence in. People actually mm. do, like, uh, my parents like to stay in those for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so whenever we visit uh, New Jersey, I I stay with them and wherever they're staying. And I met this guy who had his little dog. I met his dog, really. Like, I was petting <laughs> his dog. And, and, like, when you're petting somebody's dog, you kind of have to make a little bit of conversation with them. And it turned out that he, like, basically lived in a series of these hotels taking his dog with him because he was, like, a traveling something or other. I want to say traveling salesman, but I don't know if that's true. That's a fun thing to do with a dog. That sounds a lot more fun than not doing it with a dog. Yeah, it was like this fat little Yorkie. It was amazingly fat. Well, it was super cute. <laughs> yeah, as someone who walks a cat, uh, walking animals <laughs> in uh, interesting places leads to uh, a lot of conversations. I bet. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, really dogs are the, and if I ever saw somebody walking a cat, that would be pretty much, although, I don't know, like, because cats are generally, most cats are less approachable than a dog. Like, dogs are usually pretty excited about you. Cats often aren't, um, except for Eloise, who is always extremely excited by strangers. Kira is, too. She introduces herself to people who get close enough. Except for that dog. <laughs> well, the dog must die. Yeah, no, she challenged the dog and uh, won. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's just so funny, because she's only, like, you know, like, between eight and nine pounds, depending on how much winter weight she's carrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my smallest cat is dale and he's like 11 to 12 yeah that's a good size of cat and you should bake pies for him well not for I him i should but well no he can't have them but he can enjoy the warmth. exactly which he does he's gonna be super sad we're not gonna have radiators so clearly i have a duty to make pie yeah forced air heating it's just not the same although you do have some floor vents so hopefully some heat comes out of those and they're not just air conditioning yeah, i'll just have to like set up cat beds in front of the yeah. vents and if nothing else then i guess you can finally splurge on some cat activated heating pads i was definitely googling those <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't have any recommendations but when you find one uh i'll definitely look into it also yeah, there was one um, that like actually looks like a little couch. And because of my deep and abiding affection for like miniature things, <laughs> I like, I'm like, I'm like leaning heavy toward that one. It is taking dollhouses to a new scale. I just love things that are like <laughs> other things, but smaller. Except pie. Pie should be full sized. Although, although I must say, there used to be this little, um, well, there is, there still is. I'm just not there anymore. <laughs> there is this little store near where I used to work uh, in downtown Atlanta called the Letterbox. It was in the floor of a hotel. Super cute. And they had these little tiny pies. Like they were probably maybe, maybe about two and a half to three inches in diameter. Um, 
and they, they're like just little tiny fruit pies, and I loved them so because it's hardly ever okay to eat an entire pie by yourself. But, <laughs> but when it's that small, you totally can. Yeah, I'm sure it's still like 400, 500 calories, but... Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> <laughs> but because there's fruit under there, it's not entirely empty calories. There are right. some vitamins. There's some fiber. Yep. There's some nutrients. <laughs> There's a whopping dose of sugar, but let's ignore that. Yep, and flour, which is absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. There is fruit. It counts as a fruit. Right. It counts. <laughs> if pizza is a vegetable, then by golly, pie is a fruit. 